Shout out to you and Athletics for supporting Tax Season Podcast. We getting busy once again. You can get 15% off at youandathletics.com by using my code TAX15. Make sure you looking flavorful for the fall. Get yourself a good jacket to go with your Ewans and keep it moving. That's youandathletics.com. Use my code TAX15 to get 15% off. Be safe, though. Say hello to the bad guy. Tax Season. We are with Sophie Green right what now. What up? Did the Beanie Siegel episode legendary, man? Major. Shout out to Beanie Siegel for coming through and venting, man. Made the um, episode special. I definitely got to do another episode with DJ Self because we forgot he was on the motherfucker after Beans <laughs> arrived. What up, Self? Not just y'all, we, because I forgot too. <laughs> But definitely shout out to Self, man, the whole Gwen and team. Shout out to Beanie Siegel coming through. You know what I mean? And um um and 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 just just giving his view on the side. You know, I had to let a legend speak. A legend called me up and say, Yo, I wanna come through and speak about something to get off off my chest to clear the truth. So I'm like, man, come through, you know what I mean? And that, and that go for whoever, you know what I mean? I'm always I always want two sides of the story that's why people is asking me like yeah y'all i know you hate meek now or this that and the third like nah i don't hate meek those issues that he got with beanie siegel was personal issues you know what i mean like i don't know what to assess from it i know only what i deal with a man with you understand what i'm saying and i say all that to say this drink your do say two times a day you understand <laughs> No minty this time, no green juice. <laughs> no yeah, we, meditation. We on we on our cognacs, you know. What I mean, waiting for snowman to come through. We got Jeezy coming on the show. How you bitch niggas feel? Hmm. <laughs> you mad? Are you happy? Keep it tall. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. So that Beanie Siegel um episode, I thought I did the most. Now I just was talking about how you know, like black podcasts don't really top the charts but i definitely made it the number two it was epic and i passed joe rogan on the top charts you know what i mean that shit surprised me i just never been that far in the game so beans definitely came through gave us some legendary content man um great rapper i hope those balls don't go over none of you niggas heads that's in the street that really understand what he was saying and that and that and that song that he had like very prof- great words great words that you should never um Never take for granted, for real. Definitely, like, definitely appreciate Beanie Siegel for that. Anybody know me know I was a Beans fan forever. I just had a dude write me. I ain't seen this dude since high school. He said, yo, I remember being in a lunchroom with you, and all you used to rap was Beanie Siegel. He said, so to hear him say, yeah, I called Tax to come on his show, he was like, that shit was crazy to hear. And I was like, yeah, that shit is crazy. Now you at the point where... The guys you looked up to is um hitting you up like, yo, man, we got to do this show. Or we got to do this. I definitely feel like my life has changed um, this year. You know what I mean? And um, I say all that to say this. I'm only slapping niggas when I got butter, um, when I got um butter on my hands. You know what I mean? That's my new thing because I feel like niggas is waffles. You understand? Um, I'm changing my life drastically i'm taking things more seriously as you should you know what i mean i'm i'm really not out here slapping niggas this winter with dry hands and that's just how it's going i need y'all to understand that these are moisturized hands over (laughs) here that's gonna slap you i'm gonna be respectful to everybody you understand what i'm saying (laughs) 
We got Sophie Green in the building. You know Sophie Green going to be with me in D.C. Yes, I will be November the 15th. Yo, That's listen, niggas. All you niggas out there, y'all got to understand this shit right here. All right? Tax season. Tax Stone is a professional podcaster. <laughs> I would like to be addressed as such. Okay. You know, I want you to go grab your friend's phone. I want you to grab all your co-workers phone and subscribe to Tax Season on iTunes or listen to me on Spotify or follow me on SoundCloud. But go subscribe to the um to the iTunes if you got Apple. That's of course, you know, what I mean, it's a lot of people out there who still walking around with Samsung's in their back pocket like they prefer their ass to be burned. <laughs> but that's up, up to you. <laughs> Yo. That's up to you, my nigga. I'm not here to judge. Listen, I no, never was the type. I'm good. I'm good off that. I never was the types and i never was the type free cakes out in delaware you know what i mean um cake shot a nigga at the gas station but he meanwhile and he got a good heart and that's all that matters <laughs> he take care of his daughters you know what i mean if you take care of your daughters and you go outside and shoot seven people whatever you know what i mean as long as you take care of your daughters because i don't trust you niggas that got daughters especially daughters you know what i mean because you know i was a little nigga in the jungle my pops is a drug dealer but you know he could have left me somewhere he could have left me in the middle of the woods. I would have came back with a clean outfit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, don't be jealous of me because I'm a nigga that could just make it in the wilderness. You know what I mean? What you got to do is get your wolf skin up. You know what I mean? A lot of y'all out here sheep. You ain't nothing but a Sherlin. You a walking Sherlin. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a lot of them, though. It's a whole lot of them walking around like that. Sophie got some new music coming out. She got a lot of shit. Um, coming out actually I do I have a whole I've been really really working this year as well this year has been definitely a life changing year for me as well yeah you've been in the gym a lot also we've been watching you on Instagram (laughs) yes I've been in the gym a lot as well make sure you go on Instagram to follow Sophie (laughs) Sophie Green's gym quest yeah I'm definitely um, I'm definitely busting my ass with that you know because with the music you know I'll be I finally back on stage now so I gotta is that a gluten free fatty you got (laughs) yes I mean oh my god it's you know it's mainly gluten free I would you know you know I live mainly a pescatarian life and my gluten-free stuff. I try to keep it as healthy as possible. Yeah, I had beef with no the pescatarians no when I was younger. Over here. It's no acid poon. I had beef with the pescatarians <laughs> when I was younger. They Why? robbed my man for his bike. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who you talking about? That's not a gang. No, but no, pescatarians is fish. Like I only eat fish. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, no. Pescatarians means that my diet mainly is of seafood. Like it's 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 close. Well, I'm not I'm not practicing um, being a vegan because I like to, you know, eat fish, but it's just mainly a fish diet. So I mainly mm-hmm. eat seafood. I like fish it. also. You know, I wanted to go full vegan, but, man, no, I love fish, man. Yeah. And I know the fish is getting farmed and shit, but I'm like. Well, I only do wild fish. So when I go to, I go to Whole Foods like every three days, but I only mm-hmm. do wild fish. I don't do farm because, you know, the farm fish, they feed it all. Well, I don't want to say, but they I'm a. I'm going to start farming my own fish. <laughs> I've thought of it. And I said, nigga, you could do that yourself. <laughs> Right in your fucking I mean, kitchen. What? What? Yeah, Wait a minute. get one of them little pools, <laughs> little bullshit pool, and, and, and farm the fish yourself because you can clean the species out. Because see, they letting the species stay all yeah, up in the water. Yeah, with they the start farm, eating their own shit. Yeah, with the farm stuff. Yeah, that's why I eat the wild fish. But no, even if, even when I buy like wild shrimp and fish, I still clean it myself. But yo, you gotta understand what I've been what I've been coming to um my thought process with with farm fishing and wild fish is that <laughs> how good is the wild fish, nigga? You understand? Well, they acting like they ain't throwing all types of shit in the water. Well, it's going to affect the wild fish. The wild fish might be more <laughs> fucked up than the farmed fish. Mm, 
think about it. Yeah, think about it, nigga. Motherfucking victory cruise lines coming through, burping all in the water, fucking the fish up. Niggas on the boat dancing, got salsa dresses on and shit. Rest in peace, Selena. But you know what I mean? Yes, rest in peace, Selena. That's crazy. Think about it. That that water might be more fucked up. Niggas at the beach just shitting in the water. <laughs> Bitches just swimming with period blood, just fucking Yo, up the water. Oh out God, there, God. sharks coming because they smell a period and y'all hitting out. <laughs> Let me chill out, y'all. I got to fucking grow up. Y'all know that, man. I'm sorry. No, you, you, no, you I'm gotta, just a podcaster, no, you y'all. Just blame you. it on no, podcasting. No, listen. You got to be you. That's it. No, listen, be you. I do, right? You don't need to change anyone, be you. So, yeah, I want y'all to know, um, you know, I use cocoa butter on my penis now because I used to leave it dry all the time until a woman decided to moisturize it It with saliva. So it is time to keep things nice and moisturized. Yeah, I'm I'm, fuck that. I'm not with that ashy dick shit no more. I'm 31 (laughs) years old, yo. I'm 31 years old. I was sending women ashy dick pics for years. No. They like, yo, why your dick so white? I'm like, yo, listen, yo, you don't know what I've been through, bitch. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? And they ain't understand, you know, well, everybody has switched to body wash. I was still using the Dove soap bar, right? Mm-hmm. But I wasn't using the one with moisturizer. Just so like, regular? yeah, I, man, I had eczema on my dick. They thought it was herpes. <laughs> 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 Well, you know, coconut oil does everything. Yo, shout out to all the ladies out there that suck on my uncircumcised dick because, oh you know, <laughs> you know, y'all, I know y'all say I don't like them types of dicks. So I be on it sometimes. Tur- I be like, they really the act like neck? I'm not uncircumcised. You know, I don't got a turtleneck, though. Oh. I always tell women that, man. I, I really don't. I never I never reached that. I never seen my my, my, the, my skin cover the head of my dick. Yeah, because we, we call them turtlenecks or anteaters. This is what you got to understand, I mean, my nigga. I, I've never if seen If you got a small dick, life, so I don't know. if you got a small <laughs> dick, the skin on your dick, if you uncircumcised, is going to cover your penis completely. Mm. If you don't, you can survive. And okay. if you don't know if you have a... This is how you find out if you're dick is small if your dick could fit in the insta dm your dick small my nigga if your dick could fit in the insta dm is small if the bitch could see your whole dick from pelvic bone to the head you got a little dick so go try it right now take it take take the picture from instagram and then try to fit your dick in there if it fit there my nigga you got you in troubled waters but love yeah, it you got you got to treat the these women with a little bit more yeah. respect you know what I mean? Because when you got a little bit more girth, you could talk your shit. You could be a little disrespectful sometimes if you wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You could apologize later with some good dick, though. You understand? But but if you suffering from penis deficiencies, you understand? Life is hard when, that, when that's real. When, when you have have you ever dealt with a man with a little dick? No. Um, I've actually seen one, and I um, I had my girlfriend call me at his house, and I was like, <laughs> "You no, got a body there?" No, 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 dead ass. Um, yeah, I had a girlfriend call me. Tragic and, situation. And, and I texted him, and I was the, I was just like, if, and I mean, you know, if like that's not going to do anything for me. I'm like, what is that? Like, what? Like, like I don't, I don't like baby dicks. Oh, I don't man. want a baby jerking. What is that? Jesus Christ! Listen, man, stop getting your girl the small <laughs> Chanel bag, my nigga. <laughs> Be respectful. She got bitches to battle on Instagram, all right? <laughs> yo, yo, my God. I want y'all to know something. Stop playing with me if your girl look good. I hang with all the scammers, yo. I will have four bags of her door in two days, my nigga. She ain't going to have no choice but to suck my dick. And 
motherfucking BBQs over a Texas size drink, my nigga. You understand? <laughs> I want y'all to be respectful, and I want y'all to keep your your octaves at respectable tones and levels. And I want you niggas to just understand that you can't fuck with me. And yo, I had a dude hit me. And he said, "Yo, tax man." A lot of these podcast niggas be hitting you like they cool with you and they be throwing shots at you on their show. That works. And I just want to say this. I don't care. Nah, you can't. I don't care. You can't. That's the only thing you could do. That's the only thing you could do. I have come to realization years ago when I was on MySpace. I was getting fake pages since MySpace niggas writing me from ghost pages. I understood that that is the only way you can battle with warriors, my nigga. That is the only way you got to understand, man, you sit back in your fucking crib and you on the toilet in the morning and you think to yourself when you look up at that sailing and you say Spartan, what is your profession? And once you realize that, you know who you are. Be safe, though. Jeezy on his way upstairs. Sophie Green. Tax season. Tax season podcast is sponsored by Mafia 3. After years of combat in Vietnam, Lincoln Clay knows this truth. Family isn't who you're born with, it's who you die for. When his surrogate family, the black mob, is betrayed and wiped out by the Italian mafia, Lincoln builds a new family on the ashes of the old and blazes a path of military-grade revenge and redemption through the mafioso responsible. An immersive setting in New Bordeaux, a reimagined 1968 New Orleans. A vast, diverse, and seedy open world ruled by the mob and corrupt officials, and richly detailed with the sights and sound of emotionally charged social atmosphere of the era. New Bordeaux is filled with the, all the lights and sounds of the 60s, an incredible in-game soundtrack, and old-school vehicles. Revenge your way. Choose your own personal playstyle, from brute force and blazing guns to stalk and kill tactics, as you use Lincoln's military training and gathered intel to tear down the Italian mafia. Build your own crime family. Create your own unique experience. Build a new criminal empire in your own unique way by deciding which of your lieutenants you reward and which you betray. And guess what? You can enter to win a copy of Mafia 3. Just go to MafiaGame.com slash tax season for a chance to win. Mafia 3 pre-order now on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Available October 7th Rated M for Mature. I got a chance to play Mafia 3 before anybody, and I'm telling you now, this is definitely a game you'll get into. I haven't really played a game in some years since I used to be in the Max Payne and 007, but Mafia 3 is definitely something that us adults can get into. Be safe, though. Say hello to the bad guy, tax season. We back for another episode, man. Today is very, very special. Very special. Very special for many reasons. We got the motherfucking snowman with us. What up, though? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? A motherfucking living fucking legend. Believe that shit, man. We also got Sophie Green in the building, co-hosting today. You know, she always come through exuberant skin you know it's good toes like, she's not showing like the that. toes today you know what i mean like <laughs> all sorts of holes in her dress <laughs> she got money but motherfucking snow sending my guy oh man i don't know where to start you know what i mean right. because it's hard for me to do interviews with people i'm a fan of people right. been like yo you be you was fanning out on this interview and this that and that like nigga i'm a fan this is what tax season is about it's about who i'm a fan of you know what i mean like i want to talk to them niggas so like i don't know where to let's start let's start in the beginning 
when right. you first, the day you was like, I'm a rap? Shit, man. I mean, to be honest with you, it, it was it was a it was a whole you know what I'm saying it was a whole process. I keep it a buck. Like when 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 the shit was starting to take a turn for me, you know what I'm saying I was one foot in, one foot out for real. Mm -hmm. So I had to make a real live decision. You know what I'm saying? It came with a lot of consequences because mm. you know you blood in, you blood out. Yeah, you feel yeah, me? So, yeah. Um, I lost a lot of friends. You know what I mean? Due to my decision to pursue rap. You know what I mean? Uh. A lot of motherfuckers, you know, you know, kind of looked upon it as as I was selling out. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, I had a few situations where, you know, it, it was it was a little aggressive in the city. You know what I'm <laughs> it got aggressive because you, you made a decision to, yeah, to, to man, transition. You know, a few, few hundred round situations. <laughs> Yo, it was yeah, many, man. it was many hundred round drums in the beginning <laughs> right, of your right, career, right, man. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you needed that shit. When I when I seen Jeezy, I thought of bricks <laughs> and and drums. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it was it, you know some real shit, man. You know, you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta believe in you know what you do in yourself, cause mm -hmm. you know I could it could have very well not worked. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was already I was already cool nigga. I was already solid. So to try to be a rapper was like. You know, some goofy shit. If it don't work for you, you almost look corny. Exactly. Yeah, right. But um, you know, I you know, I am a hustler, always been and, and my hustle by trade is how I took care of my family, you know, you know, my mom, my sister and put people through college and all that. So it's like going cold turkey on the only way I know how to feed myself and, and, and feed my family. So it was like a big a big decision. You know what I mean? But I had to be confident in myself because it was like, you know, when you got habits like I had you know, fucking up, you know, two, three hundred thousand in Magic City. You know, every other week, and, 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 you know what I mean? Want to buy this and that. And it's like, that ain't there no more. Mm -hmm. So now you got to depend on this. So you got to treat this as hard, you know, and, and treat this as real as you treated the streets. But I thank God every day mm -hmm. that I've been through the shit I've been through because it's just like, it, it got me ready for this. Because this is a hard game. Like, ain't no morals in this shit. Ain't no loyalty. Like, these <laughs> niggas, like, <laughs> yo, niggas be like, yo, why you don't be smiling for what? Nigga, I don't fuck with this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this shit said it done, nigga. Like, you know, you go to Iraq, you go to Iraq. When it's over, you come back, you live your life. Uh -huh. and, you know, you just want to be a stand-up guy. So just like, with me, my nigga, like, you know, this shit ain't rap. It's real life. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I see what it is with a lot of people is rap. I can respect that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't for me. Yeah, you know I get what I'm it. Saying? I, 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 I but, definitely but get by it. The, but by the way, just so you know, when I did make that decision, don't think I ain't sitting in the house about two, three days sick. Like, damn, all the money <laughs> fucked up. This what I was, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. <laughs> you know what what like, was the, the transition for the money? What was, it, it, it how was did the tough. money change in the oh, beginning? Man, it was tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't going to sit up here and, you know, bullshit you. Like, I have real expensive habits. You know what I'm saying? I was, and, and it was like, I, I remember one time I was staying in this condo, did this baseball player, somebody played for the Braves, you know, a little chick I knew was fucking with him. And I had um her go get the condo for me, his name. I had to shoot us a bread, of course, or whatever. And uh I remember when I when I stopped, I had to call my little homies and I was like, yo, go over to the condo, go get all my furniture out of there, but don't tell them why we leaving. Just tell them that we're gonna get new furniture. So that was a real live change. So I took all the furniture I had in this million dollar condo and I moved to the west side. And me and all my homeboys stayed in this little, you know, $150,000 house. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sleeping on air mattresses and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that was never a, the day and the night. Like, I was uh -huh. on this day. Right. And the next day, it was like, I was back in the hood. And I was like, this shit got to work. You know what I'm saying? So, 
you know, I just took it. I just took it serious, but it caused a lot of friction with pe- between people I already knew because you know you only you only valuable to a nigga if you making money with him. Exactly. If you ain't making money no more, you know it turned into something else. Yeah. And then when the fame, you know, it starting to actually start working for me, you know, it just be niggas that just be right round round me. I was you know in war with every day. I just didn't understand it. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't really getting out of Atlanta. So when I started, you know, moving around the world and seeing like niggas was really fucking with me, I'm like, yo, I gotta really. Focus on this shit because yep. this shit can change my life. <clears throat> so I'm saying all that to say that, you know what I'm saying? If you believe in something, you know what I'm saying? You you got to stand tall on that because it's your vision. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying mm-hmm. because hadn't I believed in who I was and what I was going to be, I'd probably be dead in the penitentiary right now. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't talking about, you know, no no two-year stay or no shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's the difference between, you know, going to, you know, prison 20, 30 years or being able to do something you love every day is mm. taking that risk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Because, you know, shit. a lot of motherfuckers get scared. Like, I'm just going to stay with the money. Right. <laughs> you no. know what I'm saying? I, but uh, I, I it was understand. definitely, you know, it was definitely light changes. I went from Lamborghinis in the parking deck to, you know what I'm saying? We back in Cutlasses <laughs> and shit trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, it, it was, it was what, definitely. What was that point that you knew that the music was going to work? And who was that person right. that was like the most influential for you, like helping you push? Right, you know, I mean, the music really, really on the music part for me. It was like being like I remember just going like visions and shit, and just being in a visions was a big club in Atlanta at the time, one of the biggest. And um, my fucks used to walk up to me, and be like, "Man, I love your music, man. I like what you stand for." And it would be like times. You know what I'm saying? I thought that somebody was actually paying the motherfucker to come tell me that. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, they don't know who the fuck I am. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, and, you know, I'm a street nigga. So it's like, you know, when people walk up to you, you know, your natural reaction is, yo, nigga, what's, you know what I mean? So it took me a while to get used to that. But I think when I started moving around, I might be in traffic or something. You know what I mean? Coming down the interstate, you know what I mean? Top off. And then you just see people, you know, waving and. You know what I mean? It was like, damn, like, you know, regular people, though, not just mm-hmm. hood people. And I'm just like, damn, okay. And um, it just started going from there, like, in little pieces and little shit like that. But what really, really made me understand what it was was when um, when when the, when the I was passing out the mix CDs, because I would go to clubs and pass out my own mix CDs. Mm-hmm. And when I would ride past people and hear them playing it, but then I would ride past a lot of people in here and playing. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, and it's catching on slowly but slowly. And then, um, like, say, for instance, you might go to Magic City. And there's, you know, three, three, 400 people in the club. And everybody reciting this mixtape. And that's when I was like, yo, this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to understand, like, I have no rap talent. Like, I'm not this uh-huh. nigga that was musically inclined. Yo, I think that was the beauty in watching you, <laughs> right. is that when I first seen you, right. I knew you wasn't no rapper. Right, right, right. right. But you felt the shit. Right, like, right. it was like, what the fuck he said? Like, <laughs> I had to, I had to, you know, some real shit. I had to figure the shit out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to, you know, I had to figure out how to, you know, be on the stage. You know what I'm saying? I was a star at the Emico. I got to keep it a buck. Like, I was always that nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even as a, a young nigga. But it was like, you know, that was that was a big stage now. It was like the world watching. And it's like, you know, you fucking with people that do this shit for, for bread and meat. And this ain't even your game. But my, I, my, menta- my mentor was, okay, they're not going to out-talk street shit to me because I know it too well. Right. And they're not going to talk about it, but they're not going to out-hustle me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I depended on my hustle. 
You know what I'm saying? And the fact that I wasn't scared to invest in myself. Mm. I mean, like, you know, I'd buy whatever I felt like it was going to get me to the next level. Mm. So I was fucking paying for studio time at the big boy studios. I want these niggas to see me. Yeah, I just yeah. pull up on Baby and all them. 911 Porsche. Hey, who the fuck is this nigga? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, all that shit. You know what I mean? Because I want to like, yo, nigga, I got Rolex too. What's up? <laughs> and, um, you know, it just started going from there, man. And then it was like, my motherfuckers really just start, you know, just... Like, coming to my events, I was just like, damn, you know, showing support. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, damn, like, these real niggas, killers, robbers, gangsters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They like, yeah, we just came to support you, my nigga. And I'm just like, damn. So when I saw the, the city start, you know, getting around me, and it was like cats like J-Bo who just always, you know, you know, listen to my music. Mm-hmm. You know, them niggas can be in the middle, count millions of dollars, and be like, yo, play that one joint you just played for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And everybody in the room be like, yeah. But, you know, it, it was cats like that. Definitely, uh... You know, just a lot of the a lot of the homies that was um around that knew the shit I was talking was real. I just watched them go champion me, and it's kind of hard for somebody to go, you know, champion you in the room, and you got you know it's Paul Wall and all these motherfuckers popping and Slim Thug, and they like they bigger than life. You just this nigga, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying from around the block, yeah, exactly. trying to do what they was doing, but. A lot of that shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it it took it took a lot of it it took a lot of self discipline and confidence, man. Because when they first started playing my shit in Magic, rest in peace, Fernando, I used to be hiding in the back of the club. I used to be like, <laughs> I ain't want nobody to know it was me. Because the last thing you want to be is a cool nigga with some money, get some paper, and you bought your issue, and you trying to be a rapper, and that shit does not work. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? It's just like, that's yo, a, yeah, that's the real shit yeah. I heard though. <laughs> Like, yo, this corny-ass nigga, man. You know what I mean? Yo, because so, I know dudes out there that get money, like, yeah. and, and, like you know, they're in the street, they get money, and they right. want to rap. Right. And it's that's really what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, you make it, you cool. But right. if you don't, it's a, it's a rap. You just said that. You was like, who told you to rap? Why? Right. I mean, you said that You said that earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Like, who told you to rap? Exactly. Right. Yep. Who the fuck told you niggas to rap? But see, but see, that's the shit, though. Niggas think, you know, that shit like the streets. If you in the streets, you got to get that shit your all because... One thing I learned about this shit, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and just life, if you in a situation and it got real consequences, you got to handle it like that. So I'm just so motherfucking grateful that I went through real life struggles and real life situations and mm-hmm. all that before I even got on. Because right. hadn't I done that, uh, this, this game would have tore a nigga apart. Because mm. this shit is like, you can't even see this fuck shit coming, man. At it's all. like, it's everywhere. Yeah, you get <laughs> slapped with it so okay, fast. I have to remind niggas sometimes, like, nigga, I don't motherfucking play no games, man. You crazy. <laughs> nigga, like, what's up? <laughs> like, you, nigga, I'm 200 pounds. I'm with all that shit. <laughs> Straight up, nigga. Anything in my weight class, we gonna have it. <laughs> oh, shit. And Jeezy's a whole crip. Right. Just know that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But, you know, and, and it's, it's like with the homies because they, you know, they love you. But when you dealing with, I, I was telling them uh, earlier, I was like, yo, man, when you out with me, you know, niggas was like, yo, I see you. and You know, you might speak something. I'm like, nigga, when I'm out, it's cold orange, nigga. I'm, wherever I'm at, that's where the first 48 crowd at. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Huh? The niggas who on TV every day, yeah. you shit. You feel what I'm saying? And that's, you know, that's that's the type of shit that, you know, that, that, that my music attracts because that's the type of people we talk to. But then. You can't never forget to be mindful of that when you moving around. That's a f- nigga. You know what I'm saying? Jeezy had something in perfections, right. man. Right. And I never forget. Wink Loke was like, yo, come to perfections, right. uh, Jeezy and perfections. And I looked around the room at perfections and just seen the niggas that I knew in New York and said, holy shit. Right. This is dangerous. Right. <laughs> but that's to show you the type of crowd that Jeezy right. bring out. Right, right. But Word. And they love you for that shit, but it just at the same time. You know, like I said, man, every day, 
I just, you know, just thank God that I like I went through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. So I seen a lot of fuck shit at an early age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've been up, down, all this shit. I always figured out how to get back and all that. And I credit myself that because I feel like that's 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 my plus. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has a thing. You know, and I, and to be a, to be a solid individual and and, and, a, and a real person, you gotta have that thing. And my thing is adversity. It's like I love that shit. Every time mm-hmm. I'm put in the situation, I'm like, I got it. Let me just, you know what I mean? Yeah, let like the wheels spin it. Right, it, 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 it <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But that's what keep the game excited for me because it's just like we're hustling. You know what I'm saying? If you out here, you know, your money up is down. You know what I'm saying? It's different things. Like you might send a bag off. Shit might get pulled over. You got to get a nigga out. Ooh, ooh. Mm-hmm. So it's like with, with, with music and this, how it comes so secondhand because it's the same thing. I'm the product. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like we got to protect the bags, cue yep. the bag, yep. and, and, and we're going to make the bag grow. So, you know, with me, I'm just trying to lead the way and show, you know, what it is to be a nigga that came out of the streets, get into something you love, and still being in a decade later, and people still look at you the same, like no no cracks, no you know, no stains on your jerseys. Like, that, that's that's who he is. You know what I'm saying? He showed us that time at the time, but at the same time, still evolved mm. enough to show niggas. And then if you got to dumb it back down to show niggas, hey, nah, nigga, I ain't. <laughs> it's like, I ain't got yeah. where I came from. Yeah, now. you, you, you got to dumb it down exactly. sometimes. Don't let me remind you. Right. You got to dumb it down. You got to dumb it down. I was working the other night. He like, damn, you comfortable. I was like, nigga, I'm more comfortable here than I am on the stage. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> this is my comfort zone. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> um, early in the career, like our first time, well, my first time ever hearing about BMF, it right. was through Young Jeezy. Right, right, right. What was your. um? Affiliation with, with BMF, not on. I don't, not on no incriminating right, shit. Right, right, you know right. Right. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> you know, Taxi I mean, like, is you know, a family show. Uh, <laughs> Yo, no, like Meech was. Meech was always my man. I met. I met Jabo first. I met Jabo. I remember I met Jabo. Um, was coming out of fucking uh Magic City, and it's new seven forty fives had dropped, and my car guy was like, I was just going to get a new car. He was like, Yo, this seven forty five just dropped. I was like, man, I don't want that shit. It's like a doctor's car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yo, trust me, this is shit. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going to get it for the night. You know what I'm saying? If I like it in the morning, I cash out, whatever. So I'm sitting in the, in the Magic City parking lot um, about to go in. And the nigga J-Bo, he like in a, some type of big-ass like pickup truck, but it's like the new shit. Mm-hmm. And he lets his window down. He said, yo, I see you, young nigga. You know, I got my Prezi on, my whole little shit. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, come in. Ooh. So I walk in with them, and he introduced me to Meech. And then, like, me and Meech just hit it off off the rip. Like, mm-hmm. we started talking about watches and shit. And we just, you know, like, he, he remind me of, you know, some niggas I grew up, you know, fucking with. I Keep in mind, I didn't know none of this shit was going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm uh-huh. saying? Like, I just thought he was a real nigga. And um, he hit me, he's like, yo, come through the house, whatever. So I went and started just kicking him with him. And me and him just really had a lot of, like, real intelligent conversations. And he would always tell me, like, you know, he would, he would ask me things just to see what I would say. And I'd just give my honest opinion. And he'd be like, yo, man, see, that's why I fuck with you. Because it's like I was so ahead of my time, mm. you know what I'm saying, as far as just being around cats that, you know, really about their issue and mm-hmm. got real shit going on that I wasn't on no young, dumb young nigga shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was actually like telling him, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm trying to do this. And woo, woo. He was like, that's what's up. So we just ended up being like real tight. Mm-hmm. So they had no idea that I was, you know, really trying to do the music shit for real, for real. And, um... J-Bo, he was just, you know, which was, which means, um, guy, 
he was really into music. And if you know anything about Meech, like he loves music. I'm talking about loves that mm-hmm. shit. It, all fucking day, all night. That's all he do, listen to music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when I started, you know, moving around, that's when the whole Fab shit came into play because Fab was around at the time too. And I, yeah. I didn't really know Fabulous. I just knew him from being Fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Meech introduced us and we ended up being cool as well. But um, the whole thing I think it was is more so like it started off as some cool shit and then we we really became like real brothers you know what i'm saying like you know i go over to his family house eat you know with him and shit and you know we don't been through shit i was with him when he got shot you know what i'm saying i took him to the hospital i almost got locked the fuck up and with Mm -hmm. a car got my strap so it's like we just been through so much but he was just always a you know just always a solid individual like on some big brother shit so our relationship was always built on respect yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we done things for each other and looked out like, you know, you, you done crazy shit for me for my birthday and likewise. So it was like I didn't really realize how people looked at him until, you know, everything, you know, went left. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for the whole part, he was my dog. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, don't pull up on you type shit. And then when, when things start, you know, coming out and open, I started really realizing what was going on. It was like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, this nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then what made it, like, real to me is just, like, we always just kept it 100 with each other about any and everything. You feel what I'm saying? So when the music shit came into play and my career started to really, you know, blow up, a lot of the shit that I was talking about was the shit either I was doing or we was doing or mm-hmm. what was going on in the city. Yeah, what was going on. So it, it really started to be the soundtrack. You see what I'm saying? Because it was like, you know, and then they would come to the studio and pull up on me and shit, you know what I mean, after the club. And that used to be the thing. He used to call me. He's like, yo, man, you going to the club or what, man? I'd be like, my nigga, I'm in here grinding in the studio. I'm going to come by there and hear that shit. That nigga pull up right after the club. Mm-hmm. But you know, he used to tell me, you know what I respect about you? You know when it's time for you to chill and do what you need to do. And I and I, and I love that about you. And that's the type of conversations we used to have. So yeah. when the shit started to actually work, I think he, him him and J-Bo was probably like the most proud should I say because they really saw me put the work in, you know what I'm saying? But I just think timing was. Is that when they tried to get into music? Um, they had they had a couple of artists, but it was like it was always two different things, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like you know they was, I think at the time that's how I even got on a song with Fab. I think it was at a Blue Da Vinci video shoot or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And me and Fab were chopping up. He played Breathe for me. I was like, yo, this is crazy. He's like, yo, I'm going to the studio. Won't you come through? And that's when we did do the damn thing. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, I hit my niggas like, yeah, Fab told me to come to the studio. I'm about to go kill this shit. You know what I'm saying? So we all pull up. You, you know, you ever seen Trap or Die DVD? I'm sitting in the studio with the Maskeen shirt on, with my the shoes off. Maskeen shirt on. Right, right in my, right in my verse. I'm like, yo, I'm going to kill this shit. <laughs> uh-huh. This is my first time getting a major feature. Yeah. It's fabulous, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to go in. And killed it. And it was like, you know, it, it was like, you know, shit started to change, but... Them was like always my my brothers, and I just think the way they bigged up a nigga and the way they you know did show they love and support. I just think people always thought it was just this one thing, but it was basically me talking about the life that I was living, the life that they was living, and then when you saw it, that's what you saw. So you just automatically put it together. Mm-hmm. But it showed me the, the actual power of music as well. You know what I'm saying? Because worldwide, every crack, every crevice, every neighborhood, every penitentiary. You know what I'm saying? My name was ringing because it was so many real niggas in the mix. <laughs> you know how I knew you was good, Jeezy? This how I knew you was good. 
upstate prison in New right. York. Right. Niggas that's like New York embedded New York niggas right. don't like down south music. Right, right, right. Your shit was like in the rotation for like the top tapes. You know, like yeah. niggas got their top yeah, tapes. Yeah, they got yeah, reasonable yeah. doubt. Right, right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. Your tape. You know what I mean? Right. Was one of them that they was like, nah, I need Trap or Die. Like, right, I got to right, have right, that. Right. I can't. I'll sell all my other tapes for some weed when <laughs> right. it come in. But these tapes I'm keeping. You know right, what I mean? And right, Trap right. or Die was one of them. Right. And, I, and I was already a, a fan of yours, but that's when I knew. I said, that nigga Jeezy touch souls because right, right. <laughs> niggas don't like down south right, rappers right, like right, that. Right. You know what I mean? That's real shit. So that's when I knew. I was yeah, like, I said, nah, Jeezy touch niggas because he never was like no super lyrical, no no Nas rapping shit. Right. But when you heard it, you was like, it was his tone. I mean, I mean, it was your tone, your ad libs. I mean, like your ad libs. When I first heard them, like that's how I always knew, when I heard the Fab record, and it stood out from there. Right, the ad libs. Standing ovation, nigga. Right. I mean, I would definitely say standing ovation. Right. But you really nigga almost cried. Right. <laughs> nigga almost cried. The nigga Jeezy, what you had a you had a ten year anniversary concert. Right, right, right. right. I was there, nigga, <laughs> about to cry. <laughs> and this nigga performed standing ovation. Right, right. That it's shit. Got... What the fuck was you thinking when you made it? Because no. it's so calm and the crazy. That shit is world. powerful. Them, them first couple of years when I was really figuring out, you know how to piece my shit together man i was coming from a place where in my mind i felt like this could be the last time i'm ever in the studio the last time anybody i ever get to hear you know what i mean me so i went and every song i did like a trap it down i gave it my all when i tell you my all mm-hmm. everything like everything without i'm talking about everything i had because it was like I gotta make these niggas feel this shit or I'm fucked. <laughs> you know Listen to your music said right. it was like this nigga's not being coached. Right. Like, just, <laughs> and you ain't never seen them pies. Like you had to really feel like that at the time. Like right, 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 right. <laughs> No, but for me though, man, it was like, you know, some real shit. Like it was it was I had to give it everything, bro. Like mm-hmm. everything. And then it's so crazy because I was giving them everything and I was paying for everything. Mm. Like I paid for the music. Pay for the producers. They wanted big bags. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, you know, no cheap shit. I was paying for real studio time. And I was having to press up CDs and all this shit and really get out here and grind it. So it was just like, when I when I gave my own had one shot mm. to convince a motherfucker, like, no, I'm that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Listen to this shit. And it was just like, you know, the, be- the best thing I ever did in my life. I remember being in the studio with Jazzy and Trick Daddy. And they like, um, I was saying I'm doing a mixtape. I was like, why would you do that? I was like, I got to make these niggas feel me. And I, it was like, this should be an album. I was like, I'm, my album's going to be better than this. Just know that. I'm going to be better. You know, because it would be crazy shit. Like, yo, I remember when we fucking did um, them boys. Um, So everybody in the studio, they called me over there to get on the verse or whatever. Uh, you know, Jazzy there, Trick there, Nooney, all these different people. And, um, you know... I you know I'm I'm the street and I got the Ferrari outside. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got the homies posted over there, you know what I mean? So I'll go over there. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna write this verse. So I get to writing and shit and doing my thing. And when I go in the booth, keep in mind nobody ever taught me how to, you know, how to record or to make a record. So I just had to make up my own formula. So I would like rap a bar, skip a bar, rap two bars, skip four more. So it's like a whole process. Mm. You know what I mean? So um 
when when I'm putting this shit together, you know, you, you hear niggas snickling and shit. This nigga can't fucking rap. You know what I mean? It's funny. It's funny. Would it take a nigga, you know, would it take a nigga, you know, five minutes to do it? taking me an hour and a half. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I'm like, yo, and I haven't even got to my ad libs yet. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, yo, I'm going to make this shit, you know, special. So the whole time, you know, niggas is cracking jokes, laughing and shit. Niggas coming back in. I'm in the booth. I hear niggas like, he ain't done yet. You know what I'm saying? So all that. So we get everything together. I never forget. Um, niggas standing all in the hallway and shit. So I came in the room. I had a DJ play it. I mean, the, the engineer play it back. And I stepped out to kind of, you know, listen to what it was sounding like from afar. I'm sitting there smoking a blunt. Uh, I remember just saying, if it's taking too long to lock up, bring it back. Bring it back. You were so, anyway, by that time, niggas coming out of all the rooms in the studio like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> yeah. Like, niggas going crazy. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, that's how I do my shit. But, that show be right there and there. That's what I was supposed to be doing. Right. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like you know, it it was my it was my method. But you know, I could have easily been discouraged then because I'm I'm in a room full of you know you got Puffy calling. This nigga Puffy's a wildest nigga. Yeah, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna yo, say how did that that, that yo, deal come nigga, about? Yo, this nigga Puff was like, well, you know, at the time I had to, I had got, just got a Def Jam deal. So when I was talking to um, you know, me my BB on the boss, and, and me and Hove was already locked in, and L.A. Reed, you know, he a G. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I want to do this shit because this is going to be a good look. And this record we got is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I hit the nigga Puff. Well, you know, when Puff was talking, I was like, yo, I'll do one album. But that's all I could do. But you got to put the album out this date. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to put my album out this date. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it was like a whole little thing. So we got it done or whatever. But the nigga Puff is the illest nigga in the world. Like, we try to get the deal done. I'm in magic. Keep in mind, I'm fucking up bread, having a good time. This nigga like, yo. He called me. He's like, yo, go to go to uh, uh, Kinko's. We're going we to fax the, uh, the contract to you. I'm like, nigga. <laughs> it's Magic City Monday, nigga. What are you doing? Like, Puff is the illest nigga in the world, man. He's like, yo, man, go sign that paperwork, man. Go to Kinko's. Like, go to Kinko's and get that shit. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, yo, man. Yeah, but, you know, that shit was crazy, man. Just the whole process of that shit just seeing you know shit going from one level to the next man and just all the chaos that was going on behind the scenes shit that was happening in the you know city. at the time i didn't know what was going on with you right i thought you was a bully right <laughs> nah seriously because nah i knew like seriously because the nigga had a whole bunch of guns drums in, in the youtube videos and then he popped i had a def jam deal and a bad boy deal in the right, group. Right, I said, so it looked like you was d-boy shit but you know, but you know, my whole thing was, you know, like shit, you know, I took penitentiary chances for this shit, so I'm not finna let nobody sit in, in no room and tell me what I should do for me. Exactly. Like we business partners, nigga. I've had plenty of plugs. You feel what I'm saying? They <laughs> yeah. not finna tell me how to get the money. They can get what they need to get there. I got the rest. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But at, at, the, at the same time, it's like for me, it's like sitting across from me. I'm like I'm in the streets, man. Like you can't, nigga. Y'all 28 floors up. You can't tell me this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was able to sit down with them and Fandingo that shit where where most cats would have just took whatever money was on the table ran with I was like nah this is how I want to do it this is how we gonna get it done this is when I needed to drop this is when I needed to drop but all that came from being strategic on the street level you know what I'm saying and just talking to niggas man to man I mean it was a little you know what I mean you had to stick your chest out yeah, yeah, times definitely. Nigga, like you know now y'all gotta come to Atlanta <laughs> you know what I'm saying so yeah. I'm saying, you know, right I had now, a feeling it was some gonna, of that going, going on, on. <laughs> exactly. we gonna, we gonna I pull up feeling. I do mean we <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but it was 
you know what I'm saying? It was it was like, you know, I think for them, it was just mind-blowing for them to see somebody just sitting there and negotiate something for themselves like that. Because yeah. I'm plugged in. I'm, I'm talking to J.O. the text. You know what I mean? I'm going to sit down with L.A. You got a puppy on the phone. Like, yo, man, we got to pull this shit off. So, you know, and, and that shit I learned from being in the street. Like, you know, you know, like all the old heads, they fuck with me because, you know, I knew what it was. You feel what I'm saying? So I might tell a nigga, you know, give me all y'all paper, that. When it already might be in pocket. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I ain't finna tell them that. Yeah, so yeah. the whole thing with the conversation with them, I wasn't telling, you know, everybody what I was doing. I was just giving everybody the plate. Mm -hmm. So when it finally came to surface, it's like, boy, you slick as shit, huh? <laughs> it was too late. <laughs> I got, nigga, I was sitting there like, I got two deals. How did this nigga finagle two, two fucking deals? I got two deals. And the illness even with the clothes, that shit came, you know, just being around old. Oh, 8732 shit. Yeah. And he took me to the magic show one time. And I was just like, yo, man, I need some fucking clothes. Like, especially <laughs> me walking around and everybody at the magic show selling snowman shirts. They're like, man, Jeezy, thank you for helping, you know, with our kids' Christmas. I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? But they every book you went to, the snowman right, on they were selling the snowman shit. And I'm just like, yo, I was like, my nigga, we might as well be selling shirts. Fuck the CDs right now because this shit is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because at the time, it was like, you know, they, they, it was selling so many of these shirts. And I'm just like, man, this all started from a chain that I went to my jeweler. and was like, yo, I want an iced out snowman. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, why the fuck would you want that silly shit? I was like, yo, I want an iced out snowman. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So he did a chain and, you know, I walked around with the shit on. And it was like, I saw that shit go from, you know, a chain to a movement. To that shit actually being banned, and I ain't that, that shit kind of was like, What the nigga, fuck? I woke up one day, that shit was on <laughs> CNN, right. right? Them niggas said the snowman shirts was banned from right, schools. Right, from, right, right, right. I said, nigga. Right, but yo, man, I'm not gonna lie, Jeezy, I understood, man, right. I understood. I just wanted to sell Coke more when I heard that shit. <laughs> man, you influenced. You fucked up some kids' lives right, right, out right. there, Jesus. And niggas, and niggas be saying that shit. They be like, yo, Trapper Dom. I'm like, nigga, that's what a nigga had to do. Shit was inspirational man, for the wrong it, reasons. Right, at least you was being told to get something. Yeah, yeah. Because you listen to the generation. Nah, it's like shit. Like, Niggas yeah. gonna be high all day. Yeah, yeah. they telling you to you use know, the drugs. I'm gonna keep it real. I didn't even smoke when I was in the streets. I had to be on point. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You were smart. Yeah, I wasn't smoking or nothing. None of that shit. I ain't even drinking when I was out moving around. Like, nigga, I'm on point. Again, <laughs> yeah, I'm on, like... I'm on point. Shout out to you on athletics.com, man. Make sure you go pick up that new camo sneaker they just dropped. You know I'm in the earth tones, and I'm definitely in the blending in when you're in the war zone. Mob Deep once said it was a war going on outside no man is safe from, so take heed and make sure you go get your camo Ewans to face that war. You understand? You on athletics.com, tax 15, you get 15% off. Make sure you go grab that camo sneaker. Get fresh and fly. Be safe, though. You know, because you start seeing shit with, you know, motherfuckers drunk and they be like, nigga. No. Yeah, slipping, right? <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Nah, and that's get how they get got. Top knocked off out of your plan. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that, that that that's how I looked at shit. But at the same time, even with the, you know, when I, when I, when I heard them say that shit on CNN about man and them search, that's when I knew what, what I stood for was bigger than what they thought it was going to be. Now you're talking two million records in. I sold two million records off one album, something that I recorded in my man's basement, in Shorty Red's basement. You know what I'm saying? And it and all was with a grind and a hustle, so I brought a whole nother thing to the game, a whole nother blueprint. And I was watching niggas, you know, that was rapping righteous and other shit, trying to talk about the street shit all of a sudden. I'm just like, damn. 
you know, this shit is real. You know what I'm saying? And, and when you start seeing 65-year-old white ladies walk around with a snowman shirt on, you're like, damn. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? It ain't just a hood thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, I was telling Samuel Jackson that shit. I was like, yo, man, I really thought that what I was doing was right. Because if you in the hood and you in the street, and that's what niggas talk about all day, man. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get this money. Let's get, woo, you know what I mean? And that's that's what you want to hear. You don't want to be around a nigga that want to be broke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want to be around a nigga that want to have something. So I didn't understand why it was such a bad thing. Because when you come up in that, it's, it's, it's normal. You, you know, your people go to jail all the time. They get out. Your uncle do 10 years. He come home. Yeah. He doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Little Ray from around the corner. He just got the new beans. Feds picked him up the other day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's like normal. a circle of yeah, life. It's like, regular shit. Yeah, so, you know, and you, when you, you know, you send, you know, my aunties and uncles, you know, they, they, they got to the money. My cousins were some of the biggest niggas in Atlanta that did that. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and they was trying to tap into music way before I was. They was running around with the Jermaine Dupree's and all them different cats. So it was like when I, it was my time, I just kind of learned from their mistakes. But at the same time, it was like, what else was I going to talk about? I'm not a fucking carpenter. I ain't a plumber, nigga. I can't tell you how to build a house. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to hustle, though. Mm-hmm. I can tell you how to go get something if you ain't got nothing. I done did that shit a few times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like telling life stories. And it's, just, it's crazy because I ain't even really got the chance to start talking about the new shit. Like, what goes on the day-to-day now? Because all my shit is like in the back of my mental. So even when I'm doing a new endeavor, I just think like, damn. You know, you got to sit back and just see how far you came. You know what I'm saying? But all that's due to, you know, just your whole thought process. You know what I'm saying? How you go about something and, and, and believing that you can get it done. So to go from, you know, streets to music and later on the business and not change who you are. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the, the special part. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, definitely. You know, get some money, they get real weird on you. Yeah, that change on you. Super weird. That change on you fast. You like, Yo, Come outside nigga. with burgundy jeans <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You're like, yo, I, I feel you. <laughs> Damn. Yo, can you vote? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can vote? Yeah. yeah. You, you, Yo, man, Barack Obama, when right. he came in office, right. you was, I feel like you was a major part of that. Right. I, I keep telling people this, and right. I got dudes who be like, fuck out of here, jeez, right. he ain't have shit to do with right. that. Right. Right. But I feel like my president was black, and right. like everything else was like, it was so powerful, right. you know what I mean, at the moment, right. because it just was a... It was a shock for us, like, to right. see a black president, right, to see right, anybody, right. like, in that type of power right. being black. You right. know what I mean? And I understood when you made the music, like, where, where the feeling came from, where right, it was. Right, it was right. like the feeling of the whole country. Right, right, right. right. You know what I mean? No, it was, it, was, uh, it, was, it, it was real, man. I wrote that song, like, four, four months before he got in office. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I knew that's what was going to happen. But I, I did a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? I went in, you know... Um, Chartered buses and stuff back and forth from the neighborhoods to to the poles. Mm-hmm. You know, went around, spoke with people, did all kind of radio drops, and you know, just partnering with radio stations because I'm like, yo, man, this this is the guy that we have to get in office. And I knew I was at least good for a million people, mm-hmm. at least a million and a half at a time. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, why not use you know what I had to do my part? Because I'm just like, you know, I I, I am the man of the people, so I understand. You know, even with the shit that's going on now. That's why it's so goofy because nobody's nobody's there for the people. It's either big business or more power. You know what I'm saying? So it has nothing yeah. to do with us. If the you know whoever get in office, your taxes might you know get a little better if you're in that tax bracket. But other than that, it ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But Barack Obama was for the people. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, and when he's gone, everybody gonna see that. Yeah. But I tell you, the, the coldest city he ever did, I, he invited me to um, a dinner here in New York. So I got the whole crew, Tom Forded up, to come up here. You know what I mean? We can't get off the plane. We go up there. You know, I'm feeling myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm <laughs> here. You, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Get to the door. Secret Service said he can't come in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, keep in mind, I've been I've been summoned. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm calling my people like, yeah, Brock wants to meet me. All this is going down. And this is after the song. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, they told me I couldn't come in. So it kind of wore heavy on my heart because I just knew all the shit I did. You know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I don't do things and expect shit in return. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, I feel like when you won, we won. You know what right, I'm saying? Exactly. So how you going, you know, like, nah, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and. I, I started doing interviews, and they would ask me about shit, because it got deep, you know what I'm saying? I sat down with Farrakhan a few times, and I already know he knew where I was going with that shit. Because I was like, yo, man, I did all this shit, and, 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 and he's not even acknowledging me, yo, man. Like, you know, you know, at this point, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, when I sat down spoke with Farrakhan, I just kind of got a clear understanding of what's going on. It kind of calmed me down a little, but I had already did a couple interviews. So you can kind of hear the tension in, in my voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm real cool right now because I fuck with you, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, my bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, and I never forget, I was in London on tour. My mom called me. She was like, yo. She's like, you know, Brock just shouted you out of the correspondence. Then I'm like, come on, man. He tripping you bucks. She's like, no, I'm going to have your sister send it to you. She sent it to me. And I was looking and I was like, damn. He was like, yo, my first term, I sang Al Green. But my second term, I'm singing Young Jeezy. He said, uh, I'm singing to Michelle at night. She likes that. And he was like, yeah. But that there showed me what type of person he is. Mm. That's a real big homie. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know, he could have let it play out. You know what I mean? It never and, been rectified. Right. right. But he like he letting them know. No, I, I fuck. He can't stand right here. The nigga yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> Young Jeezy right. sold 375 right. bricks of right. cocaine <laughs> next right. to the leader of the free world. Right. This nigga, this nigga, <laughs> This nigga got a rap sheet as long as in the goddamn constitution, right? He's like, you know what I mean? And it's like, he can't stand right here. Exactly. But, but when he did that, that just let me know, like, because, you know, even for me, like, even sometimes with the little homies, and I'll be like, sometimes I might just pull up on him and get in. Because you got to do that to show people, like, you know, like, I, I know you out here campaigning for me. Mm-hmm. I know you got people that follow you that believe in me. But it's like, when he did that, that just showed me that he was, he had ice in his veins and he was solid. Because that could have played out either way. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so I had a lot more respect for the situation because that just means you can Because there's a lot of people that I deal with that cannot stand beside me because they got too much shit going on right now. Mm-hmm. I love them to death. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, but so. no. Right. But no. No. <laughs> You're not going where I'm going. Right. So imagine you with the president. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> right. So for me, it was just like, damn. But even like when I look at the election now, it's like when I look at the election now and see all the bullshit that's going on now, you know, you can't do but help but laugh, man. You know, you got Donald Trump in there, you know, building his stuff. And I tell niggas, man, that nigga is cold, man. Because <laughs> if he was that rapper right now, man, he'd be Tupac, man. His shit'll be, if he put Al out right now, he's going diamond. That nigga is yeah, so hot right now. <laughs> I said Barack, Barack was in office for about three days and <laughs> killed eight people. <laughs> I never Yo. forget that. He was in office. You remember the guy got, um, the Ethiopians, they, they, they're the pirates. They took the guys over on the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Barack, I think that was his first day in office. Right. Sniped them right. ASAP. Oh, no, but he, but by the, but, yo, but by the way, he handled, you know, he handled his business. He, ben Lang, Gaddafi, yeah. all, all the uh, other guys. Like, he really, 
he handled his business, but he did it with so much class. My thing is, you know what I'm saying, when you did, like, be, being being a, a, a stand, stand-up guy is a talent. You know, being a good accountant is a talent. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Being a great artist is a talent. Being a great hustler is a talent. You can be a businessman. You know, so you can run a business. That don't mean none of your employees got to like you. And by, by the way, if your business is successful, nine times out of ten, your employees don't like you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you hard on them, you shitting on everybody, you coming off. So my thing is, I ain't going to knock the man and say he's not a good businessman. We all understand that. But he's not fucking presidential material now. Yeah. Like, he's not... He's, he doesn't have in practice the same morals that people have when they're in those positions of power. The humans have. Right. And right. Because right. <laughs> right. even if they gave him a, a play where he could, you know, just help, you know, with the deficit and all this different type of shit, like, I can see that. You know what I'm saying? But you talking about commander in chief? Like, you got to have that. He don't even care enough. He don't care enough no. about everybody. By the and way, I don't think they all do, but, you know, but... The president makes $400,000 a year, man. That's jet money for this guy. Exactly. By the way, he's so cold with it. That's gas jet right. <laughs> Yo, he flew in on his 747 to Cleveland. I watched the whole shit up sitting there at home like this nigga is. That's what we call in Atlantic, ball capping. He ball capping right now. Mm-hmm. He in his bag. Flew in on his 747 to Cleveland. Hopped on the helicopter to fly one mile over to a field to meet and greet some people and then get in his SUVs and go to the to the uh where he was going to speak at. Mm-hmm. That's capping, man. <laughs> Pull up to the club, you got your Bentley yeah. and your Ferrari, you got your man driving your Lambo, you're like, oh, uh-huh. we out here. Like, oh, the niggas is doing it. Right. Uh-huh. That's what that is. He got money. So, you know, he, he's bullying people, doing all that. But it's cool because when I even think about Hillary Clinton, it's just like, only thing I can give to her credit is, you know, bills in the corner. So, you know what that is. Mm-hmm. If you handling this business right, you know what I'm saying? You can have some say so. And she has resources. But other than that, ain't nobody for the people. You know what I mean? So I, it's scary to me, man. It's I'm true. sitting back. It's you know true. what I'm saying? I'm sitting back like shit. It don't really matter who. Get in I'm just accepted like, yo, whenever I die, <laughs> right. I'm going to die. Right. So. <laughs> who cares about right, all right. the pain? And, and, but, and by the way, unless you really, you know, worry about some money and some tax shit, it really don't matter, man. Mm-hmm. Nobody coming down here and, you know, putting hands on individuals and touching people, man. You know, it's, it's, it's so hard out here. You know, for people, and that's why you know I'm 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 blessed to be able to do the type of music that I do, and be the type of guy that I am, so that I can spread that love. Because people be excited about you know just hearing you know you talk that shit and giving them hope, even though they know that you know the world's a fucked up place. Mm-hmm. But that's where we come into place. At, you know what I'm saying? When we give them that that hope, so it's like just with my my art, and I'm able to touch people because I've been through what they've been through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 my part. But I ain't finna get out here and be like, yo, I'm running for mayor of Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, even though I could, you know what I'm saying? But it's almost like, you know, you got to play your role, man. So when I look at, you know, what Donald Trump is doing, he's definitely building his brand. Whether he gets in office or not, man, his brand, even though his brand was big, it's through the roof now, bro. He yeah, most yeah, definitely. About- sure. Motherfucker's a reality star, right. man. Niggas, flavor, flavor, right, about right. to be president. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yo... You got TM103 coming out. No, Trapper Die 3. Trapper Die. What, yeah, oh, shit. Pardon me. Trapper Die 3. Um, Trapper Die 3 coming out. Yeah. What's the so date for that? We put it together now, man. ASAP. I'm coming right at you. You know, I'm, I'm going to let mm-hmm. you know. So you, cause we, you know what I mean? Put it out there for me. Yeah. But um, look, man. You know, this this shit is, you know, I'm back in my snow bag. I'm doing what I love. What can we expect from this one, man? I mean, just Jeezy, man. Just no, just, just unapologetic. 
Just snow, man. Just like, snow. <laughs> yeah, we want because, we want snow. That's it. Because you know, I tried to give Martin Luther King. They didn't want that shit. <laughs> Yo, I was gonna ask you about right. that. I tried to do it. I was gonna ask you about that. You had went through like a, a period, like a revelation where it was like Yeah, man, the motherfuckers locked me up in, in um in, in LA, man, and, and tried to charge me with a murder and and, and you know, mm-hmm. assault rifles and and I really got to see who was really in my corner and I really got to really understand that no matter how rich you are and how more, how powerful you think you are, if they ever given the opportunity, they're gonna still treat you like a nigga. Mm. And you know, I, I my name ain't got no dirt on. It. I ain't get caught up like that in the street. Mm-hmm. So it's just like for them to do me like that at a time where you know business was great and I had all these different things about to happen for me and I was in this great place. And it's crazy because Farrakhan told me like two weeks before it happened, like brother, your message is changing. You got to be careful. Right? The enemy's on you. And I'm like, wow. hey, what enemy? Like, we don't worry about it. We straight out here. That's what I'm telling yeah, him. Yeah. Like, we good. He's like, nah, the other enemy. And when they did that to me, man, like, you know, had me locked up like that, eight people, a million dollars bill for everybody. Yeah. I'm sitting in there, my, my team, like, yo, we got to get you out because you the face. But I'm like, nigga, we in L.A. County Jail. All these people are my employees. These ain't even my homeboy. How the mm-hmm. fuck I'm going to leave my people? Yeah. Bust their ass for me every day. In, in the county jail and try to figure this shit out mm-hmm. because I you know I ain't have and, and you know I got most of the money like up fast but then they wanted properties like I ain't have property in LA at the time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying they, so it was just doing all these loopholes and doing all this crazy shit but the whole time I'm sitting there I'm just angry at the world because I'm like yo I get up and do what I gotta do every day and I don't fuck with nobody you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. so it's just like for them to really just be you know it's gee I'm locked up you know what I'm saying you know all this shit going on niggas switching sides turning the back it's just like yo you know what I mean and, and when I finally got it all together and got everybody out and that's my first unselfish moment in my life mm. like I was like yo the, the, the CEOs used to come and wake me up at night like come on we gotta see this guy like the little guy with the big heart that's what they called me yeah. he's like man you in here holding your people because you know how to hold them down like that shit, yeah. is, like, that shit is that shit is like a zoo yeah, like, LA a County too right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean niggas, you know, niggas don't like me for their own reason mm-hmm. you know we got you know, the Spanish shit go back there. like it was crazy so yeah. it was like it was a reality check but I'm saying all that to say when I got out I was just so mad you know what I'm saying and I felt like the way to fight back was with you know with my art you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it wasn't really about the money. I just wanted to get that off my chest. But I will say that, you know, as far as being a Jeezy fan, that's something that they never heard from me. Mm. Like me being on some shit. They're like, yeah, they done me like that. They used to hear like I ain't going to lie. That. When I first heard it, I was like confused. <laughs> right. I was like, what the fuck is Jeezy talking <laughs> right, about, right, man? Right, right, right. But I had seen an interview and you was and you was explaining it a little bit. And I was like, oh. Yeah, and I got it. You know what I mean? But but but, but I, I think that needed to happen. But you know now, you know I'm just back to what I do, and, and, and in my mind, ain't shit gonna stop me. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna never stop. And even if they try that shit again, you know what I'm saying? We gonna, you know, we 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 plugged in like so. You know, I know powerful people too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, and, and and it really showed me, you know, how they really tried to, you know, paint me against the, you know, put me against my back against the wall because. You, you you put a murder on me in a city where people don't play like that. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody know what's up with Oakland. Yeah. That shit's a different type of place. Yeah. And, and, you know, niggas move all around the world. And I ain't got nothing but respect for them. But, you know, everybody on the tour know that I wasn't even there. I, I got off stage. I left. Mm-hmm. So you're talking Wiz Khalifa, Rich Homie Kwan, DJ Drunk. Everybody know that I was long gone. And they still pulled me back in there and tried to 
fucked me up because of what I was kicking and the shit that I was talking. You know what I'm saying? Like almost on some pox shit because it's like I didn't realize that, you know, why he had so many problems until I got in that same position. Mm. So I'm just saying all that to say, like, I was angry. And that's the only way I feel like I could fight back. And right now, you, <laughs> at that point, you you Jeezy the superstar. Right. And they like, no, you not. Right. <laughs> I mean. No, let me tell you the real shit, man. Like, you know, when, when, you, when you train to go and you just own your shit and you don't take no L's and... It's almost being like set up by your homeboy. You trust this nigga, like you, you love this nigga. He know how you feel about your family. You know how you, you know what I mean. And then he just do the ultimate double cross. Mm. So imagine being on a tour, and this is the last day of the tour, by the way. Last day, last tour, twenty thousand people sitting out there screaming my name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. On backstage, fifty thousand police fucking doing <laughs> all this crazy shit like I'm a criminal I'm like yo my, I'm going to work I'm a taxpayer mm-hmm. by the way what is wrong with you motherfuckers you know what I'm saying so long story short is you know I tried to fight back that way and then I realized something you know what I'm saying like that that wasn't the blow I was supposed to throw mm-hmm. the blow I was supposed to throw is getting back on my snow shit and balling harder than they ever seen me yep. going harder than they ever <laughs> exactly. seen me go exactly. and getting more resources <laughs> getting more stronger and more richer so when you come over here this time we gonna be we gonna be ready we gonna be ready for it. You exactly. feel what I'm saying? We gonna be ready for correct. it. And we and we smarter than you think we are. You feel what I'm saying? So you get to playing with that now. Now we got real resources. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I thank God every day because hadn't I had the resources and and, and and the finances, you know they was gonna railroad my ass. If mm-hmm. I'd have been just a regular guy here that was you know just doing my thing, get caught up like that, had no money, get no real lawyers, I was out of here. Yeah, they would have fried you. Fried me. Yep. They ain't just charging <laughs> niggas with shit. Right. They don't right. think they could. They could right. they could stick with right. you know what I mean they thought at some point we probably could stick but with they this. Don't, they had no idea, man. They don't they don't woke up they don't woke up a motherfucking <laughs> they don't woke up an animal, man. That's what I'm told. We I'm need like, the animal yeah, back. That's right. We need that back. We need Chuck for that. Taylor's back on. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the Bluebirds, nigga. Up with these Chucks. What's happening? You know what I ain't mad at you. That's motherfucking snowman. Ready. Motherfucking tax season. Sophie Green. Shake Mafia behind the camera. Shake um Jihadi John, <laughs> aka Taliban, <laughs> aka Uday and Kude, <laughs> aka <laughs> Let me stop fucking with you, man. Yo, man, good looking the motherfucking Jeezy for stopping through taxis. Nah, man, man, I heard a lot about this. We really show, appreciate man. you, man. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Trap and dot three on the way. For two more hours. Hey no, we're gonna come back. How about that? <laughs> Closer to the date, we're gonna come back. We're going to make that shit crap. I'll come down to Atlanta, Yeah, let's man. do it in Magic City like we planned the yeah, first time. Yeah, man. Let's, oh, let's, let's, do it, let's do it in my office. Let's How about that? Right Magic now. City. <laughs> that's, my, that's my office, by the way. Let's go right to Magic there. City Mondays. Yeah, make sure, you, make sure you bring up. Yep. Oh, thank you for the Avion also. Jeezy oh, bought the um the extra. This is, you know, you know this is tequila. You know, this is some shit that'll kill your ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know I'm a douce sipper, but we're going to try this out tonight. Good looking, man. Appreciate it. What's up? What's My nigga. This episode of Tax Season was produced by Jonathan Menner and executive produced by Chris Morrow. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.